Welcome to the Florida Divorce Podcast, your source for the information you need to successfully get through your divorce and into the next exciting chapter of life. Now, here's your host, Attorney Scott Kalish. Hey everyone, my name is Scott Kalish. I am a divorce and family law attorney here in uh, South Florida. Today, I want to talk to you about whether or not you are going to have to turn over your financial documents over to your spouse during a divorce case or during a family case, sort of like a paternity action or maybe a modification of child support, something like that. So the short answer to that question is probably, you're probably going to have to turn over your documents. And this is a question that I get from time to time from people that are concerned about sharing their finances with their spouse. Maybe, you know, during the marriage, the spouses, you know, live separate financial lives, had separate accounts, and they really didn't mix their finances and and the spouses didn't really have a clear understanding of what the other spouse made and what the other spouse saved. And uh, this happens more often than you think, you know, you assume that when you get married, you know, you're a team and, and everything is shared and everyone knows exactly what the other person makes, but you would be very, very surprised. It's very, very common for people not to be on the same page, which is interesting because, you know, that's not your typical sort of understanding of what a marriage is, but people do it and there's nothing wrong with it. But yeah, so that's usually who I get this question from, people that, you know, live these uh, separate financial lives. But the answer is probably, right? So in divorce, part of a divorce case is determining, right, financial questions, right? How are we splitting assets and debts and how are we calculating alimony if alimony is on the table and how are we calculating child support if there are minor, minor children? So you could only really do that if you know what the other person makes or what the other person has in the case of splitting assets and debts. So yeah, you know, the the rules, the family law rules of procedure and just the discovery rules, right? They require the disclosure of financial documents, right? What types of financial documents do you have to disclose? Well, pretty much everything. Just to give you an idea, a sense of of what has to be disclosed, pay stubs, credit card statements, retirement account statements, bank statements, you know, Venmo, Zelle, those types of transactions, any type of investment that you have um, has to be turned over and provided to the other side, like deeds to property, promissory notes, debts, almost everything. Also, something that that's really important in um, family law cases is that you're probably going to have to do a financial affidavit. Almost always, you have to fill out a financial affidavit, which, which is basically a document. It's usually, you know, depending upon if it's a short form or long form, it's usually you know a nine to ten page document where you list all of your assets, all of your debts, all of your expenses, and at the very end, you have to swear under oath as to the accuracy of the financial affidavit, right? So that's something that that you're going to do in nearly every family law case. But, but I'll say something, right? But sometimes people, they agree in divorce cases and in paternity cases and in, in other types of family law cases to sort of waive this disclosure and to come to an agreement without doing this, right? Or Or maybe even limit the disclosure. Maybe both spouses really have a firm understanding of what the other spouse makes, what the other spouse has, and there's no need to really engage in, you know, mandatory disclosure, right? This this financial disclosure. That happens too from time to time. Obviously, as lawyers, we don't recommend it. We always want to 
have all of the documents out on the table before we come to an agreement, before we make a decision on strategy, right? But, you know, from time to time, cases get resolved without disclosing financial documents. And that's never really the lawyer's decision. That's usually the client's decision if they feel comfortable and, and if they want to waive right their right to see what the other spouse has, then it happens that way. But don't bank on it, right? I mean, if you're one of those people that that don't want to disclose your, your, your financials, you really got to come to the table and really mentally prepare yourself for sharing your financials with the other side. It's just how it's going to be. A judge in nearly every case is going to say, you know, you have to disclose your financials unless it's completely not relevant, right? Like for example, let's say, you know, after the divorce case is done, someone files a petition to modify the final judgment, right? Let's say that someone files a petition to modify alimony, right? So in that case, like your assets and what you have really isn't relevant, right? Alimony is tied to income. So a judge really isn't going to be forcing you to produce documents that are totally irrelevant to like your income situation, right? And what you're making um, on a monthly basis. So there are limits to what a judge is going to require. But just in general, when you think about disclosure and you think about giving documents to the other side, judges are always going to err on the side of more discovery, more documents than is required. But on the other hand, if it's clear that a party is using, you know, requesting like financial documents um, to like badger or to harass the other side when there's clearly no relevance. Um, Obviously, a judge will shut that down if he or she determines that's what's going on. So there's two sides of the coin. But in general, judges err on the side of more discovery rather than less discovery. So that's essentially the answer to this question. Yes, you are going to have to share your financial documents with your spouse if they're going to insist on it, right? So be prepared to do that if you're going to um, enter the divorce or family law arena, okay? So if you like this podcast, please go to Spotify or or iTunes or or wherever you're uh, listening to this podcast and give it a five-star review. I'd greatly appreciate it. If you have a question, please feel free to ask it by emailing me at scott at kjlawfla.com. Again, scott at kjlawfla.com. And um, if you give me permission, I'm happy to answer it on the podcast. So I really appreciate you listening and um, have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Florida Divorce Podcast. To learn the 10 secrets behind every successful divorce, visit floridadivorcepodcast.com. If you'd like Scott's help in your divorce case, go to kjlawfla.com.